Hey, my name is Jason. I'm the producer of Relationship Radio. I wanted to let you know that we have a brand new website solely dedicated to working on your pies. Introducing itstartswithattraction.com. You can listen to every episode, learn about the pies, and sign up for our weekly newsletter. Go to itstartswithattraction.com. It starts with attraction, one word. It starts with attraction.com to get signed up today. Here at Marriage Helper, we tell all kinds of great stories about people and how their lives have been changed in their marriages because of putting certain principles into practice. And of course, it's never ever the same when we tell someone's story than when they tell their own story. And so we have a couple here to do that today. Ryan and Vanessa, they're over in the great state of California, and they're here to talk about how we at Marriage Helper have been able to help them. Welcome to our relationship radio program, you guys. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Good. This is Relationship Radio, an extension of Marriage Helper International. Hosted by renowned marriage and relationship expert, Dr. Joe Beam, and the CEO of Marriage Helper, Kimberly Holmes. We answer your questions directly with research-based principles that you can implement immediately. Regardless of the situation, what we teach will not only make your relationships better, but will also help you to become the best version of yourself along the way. If you have a relationship question, follow the link in the description to see which topic is up for discussion this week. We can't wait to answer your questions and have you join our community. Turn up the volume and prepare to take notes as we begin this week's episode of Relationship Radio. Good. Let's go ahead and get a little background information if we can. Oh, by the way, you're both very pretty people. So I love talking to people that make the screen look good. So, so. <laughs> at least one of us. So tell me, how did you guys, uh, when did you meet and how did you meet? We grew up in church together. Yeah. Uh, Probably two and three years old. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Her brother was in the same uh, Royal Rangers class as, as me. And, uh, you know, she was always Chris's little sister and mm-hmm. we uh, uh, kind of, you know, grew apart over the years. And uh, it was, when you say grew you know, apart, were you already an item before then or just? No, 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 no sorry. Just, we just yeah. just, you know, we, we grew up because we were kids. OK. Uh, and then it was in high school, my senior year that uh, I just graduated from high school <laughs> and uh, she showed up at, at church one morning and I was like, oh. She's not so little anymore. <laughs> With my best friend who sat next to him. <laughs> yes. And so that was about what year? 92. 92, 1992. Okay. And so did you start dating right away or how did that evolve? Um, I I just gotten out of a relationship and I had sworn off dating for a year. And I just couldn't shake the feeling that I, I wanted to get to know her better. And so I spent a week trying to find her phone number and <laughs> back in the day, back in the day. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And in youth group, you know, we all had to sign roll sheets and put our phone number. And so I was able to get her phone number from that. Um, and I called her out and asked her up for a Coke as friends. And she said, no. <laughs> <laughs> and then she pushed out. She pushed off. Oh, I got to stop. Why, why did you say no, Vanessa? What was the Oh name? boy. Um, okay. I'll be straight off honest. I dealt with a, uh, um, very bad acne and 
I had my face had had to break out. I'm like, there is no way I'm going out of this house. <laughs> so that was the only reason. So why. it had nothing to do with Ryan. It was your own self-image at that point, correct? Yes. Okay, cool. So Definitely. I'm assuming you persisted, young man. Is that correct? I, I did. I, I mean, I, I was gentle about it. And, and she suggested, you know, the following week may be better. Okay. And so, so we met and uh, went to a church event and um, it was ice skating in San Jose. And we were both too cheap to spend the money <laughs> to go ice skating. And so we sat and talked in the bleachers for about two and a half hours while the college group was ice skating. Okay. And then afterwards, the group went to my parents' home. And so she got to see my parents. Um, I think we had Taco Bell for dinner that night and went Dutch. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, um, I was, I was really attracted that she was, you know, as frugal as I was. We're still the We're same. Still the same. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually can be quite advantageous, quite yeah. advantageous. So how long did you guys date before you got serious? It was probably February of, well, February of the next year, 93, I joined the Navy cool. and then I got out of boot camp. And at that point I knew that I wanted to propose uh, so it was in April 31st, <laughs> April 30th uh, of 93 that I proposed. Um, and uh, in, in uh, July of 94, we got married. Okay. It's so a very long engagement. Long engagement. Okay. And so were you out of the Navy by then? No. No, okay. no I was still in the Navy. Uh, I was a hospital corpsman stationed at the, the Naval Medical Center in, in Oakland at the time. Okay. Before they closed it. So you uh, were stationed there and that's close to where you lived, Vanessa. Is that correct? Yeah, uh, about two hours. It was an hour away. We, hour we were away. both from San Jose. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, okay, you got married, and you said 94. Did I hear that correctly? Yes. Okay, got 94. July. And so eventually at some point, and I'm sure, you know, no marriage is ever perfect. The only way a marriage could be perfect is if they get hit by a meteor while they just said, I do. Otherwise, <laughs> I don't know how it can be possibly pretty perfect. We're human beings. So I'm sure it has some ups and downs. But when did it start to get tough? I think that there were definitely issues before we got married. Um, but at that point it was, we were so deep into like engagement and my parents putting so much money into it. And I knew I loved him that, you know, I thought, Oh, it'll just work out. You know, marriage is like a fairy tale. And when we get married, it'll be like a fairy tale. <laughs> uh, we just kept going. <laughs> I guess it was according to which fairy tale you're thinking about. <laughs> yeah, that's true. True. Yeah. My, my fairy tale was different. Yeah, than mine. Okay, so so Vanessa, are you saying that you thought you had problems, and Ryan, you thought you didn't? Is that what you're saying? I didn't know that they were to the extent that that she perceived them to be. Okay, can you kind of give us a hint as to what the problems were? I mean, we don't need you to air your dirty laundry, but uh, a hint as to what they were. I have no problem with 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 dirty laundry for for that regard. Um, yeah, but so we, we grew up very conservative Christian family homes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so sex was off the table before marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, being you know seventeen, you know eighteen, nineteen, raging male hormones, what they were. Yeah. Um, I thought marriage was going to be a sexual buffet, and you know yeah. I, I wanted a sampler platter beforehand, and and she was adamant that that was not going to happen. Uh, so there was a lot of friction over that. And, you know, not to make it sound like that was an everyday thing, but it, it right. was something rooted its head from time to time. Right. I understand. And was that basically it or were other things occurring as well? There was some um, like spending time with my best friend. Um, he yeah, it was <laughs> it was it was a struggle. 
So, and I basically, there was one, one night where my best friend came over and we were going to watch a movie and he came over and he says, well, I don't want to watch that movie. And I said, well, then you can leave. And he left very unhappy. Um, and, um, yeah, that was, yeah, it was not a good thing, but. So you feel that, uh, I'm a control freak. Okay. Well, that's what I was going to ask. Did you feel it? Yes, very much so. Okay. All right. So you felt he was controlling. I got it. Okay. I didn't see it then because I grew up with it. So to me, it felt normal. Um, I, my, I grew up with a lot of, um, people controlling me in a way. Um, I was the youngest, so I had brothers and sisters who controlled me and my dad was very, um, you know, down, uh, what would, what would be a good word for him? It was strict, strict dad's way Yeah, dad's way. So it kind of felt like, you know, normal for a, for a, a especially figure. a male figure to yeah. control me. So I just felt that was normal. Yeah, I, I am what you would call a conservative Christian, but I have seen that so often, particularly in conservative Christianity. Women tend to be subjugated. And uh, uh, hopefully that will change and is changing. Okay, so you finally got married. And then how long did you go before you begin to hit some major troubles? <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> So the, the, during, during our, our crisis, um, it came to light that on our honeymoon, um, we were in Pearl Harbor and there was a photo of, of her sitting in the corner and I am, you know, on cloud nine, la la, just married, you know, this is my bride. I'm ecstatic and I'm taking photos of everything. Um, and little did I know to her she, she wasn't in that same headspace. And I learned this, you know, 20 yeah. years after the fact that, you know, she said, remember that picture? Hmm. There's and, a picture. You just see the anguish on my face. Like, Oh dear God, what did I get myself into? But and that's I was were, there. That's what you were feeling on the honeymoon. Oh dear yes. God, what did I get myself into? I'm yeah. sure it had to be very miserable for you. Yeah. But I pushed it down for yeah. you know, 22 years. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you've been trained to push it down. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, you know, so July of, of 2016, you know, I, I, I heard that I love you, but I'm not in love with you. Hmm. Uh, you know, there had been, there had been things building prior yeah. to that. Um, Definitely. Yeah. And yeah. things that we had worked on, um, you know, and he, things like, uh, we can go back to Puerto Rico where we were in Puerto Rico and, how it was, it was pretty yeah. bad. And then um, I basically said, fly me home. And when you get, when you get home, I'll be at my parents with, we had two kids at the time. Cause I asked him straight off. I said, what's, you know, our oldest son's teacher's name. What's his favorite color. What's his favorite food to eat. What's this, what's this. And he couldn't answer any of it. So I thought, what do I need you for? I don't need you. I'm, you know, it was, there was, there was a lot of tension then. Um, but he got, you know, he saw it and he did do a lot of changing then, mm -hmm. uh, but things started to creep back. Um, mm -hmm. So when then things got a little better and then it got bad again, mm -hmm. um, we, then we found out we we're pregnant with our third child. Um, and we, yeah. we were get, going through some counseling at that point. Yeah. It, it did help, um, you know, th throughout, yeah. throughout, you know, since high school, I, I dealt with a, a porn addiction. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and that, you know, really is so destroying and so destructive to a marriage. Um, 
and so trying to work through that, and I had no idea the the damage that it did to Vanessa, uh, and it it took its toll over time, you know, and, and conservative con- Christian home, you know, when, when, you know, one person wants sex, well, you know, yeah, you should get it right. You, cause don't deprive the other. No. First Corinthians chapter seven. Yes. I know that. That's right. That's right. thrown at me quite a bit. Um, yeah. <laughs> again, again, I am a Christian, but uh, when I see people using scripture to control other people, it's like, and I know, you know, this now, Brian, that's like, yeah. that's not what that was meant to do <laughs> to try to control another person. So Vanessa, if I may ask, uh, how did you feel what what it did to do to you inside the way you thought, the way you felt, et cetera, that he was using pornography? Oh, I, I dealt with low self-esteem since I was in uh, probably junior high. I was anorexic. I uh, really bad, just low self-esteem um, from things that happened in my childhood and in, through high school. Um, my self-esteem was was just destroyed. Um, so that killed me even more. I thought how I cannot, you know, I can't compare at all. And I'm definitely not doing that stuff, you know, and mm-hmm. I, but then I had the feeling of, okay, well, maybe that's what I'm supposed to be for him to love me and whatever. So mm-hmm. there was, there was a period of my life where I tried, um, you know, I, I would, work out like crazy and tried to be that perfect body and everything. And, um, yeah, it, it killed me self-esteem very much. So I, I, I didn't like myself. I didn't like my relationship. I didn't sex. I hated hmm. it never, it did not interest me at all. Right. It was, it was a, it was a duty. It was because I was married and it was, I had to do as a wife mm-hmm. and that was it. Well. Most of the time. Yeah, it's kind of interesting when you start reading the research, even women who are uh, like, hey, my husband and I watch porn together. It's very exciting. Even, mm-hmm. even the women that start like that, it's amazing that uh, a vast number of them, I, mean, I don't remember the exact statistics right now, but a huge number of them eventually get to exactly where you just described. Like, I can't compare with those people. I, mm-hmm. I can't look like they look. I can't do all the things they do, et cetera, et cetera. Therefore, I am somehow inferior. And that's uh, that's how you felt, right? Very much so. Yeah. And that's obviously not good for anybody to get to that point. Okay. So when did you guys decide to, to uh, reach out to us or find us? How did that happen? Um, well, it was in July of 16, you know, she, she was done. Uh, and so it was August. Um, she spent some time with her sister in New Zealand and just talking and, and trying to process things. Um and when she came home, we met with a, a local marriage counselor that um, we've been trying to work with. And it was at that point that she said she was done and, and she wanted a divorce. Mm-hmm. Um, and the counselor, you know, was <laughs> was was not as helpful as I thought that he would be. In what, um, what way? What do you mean? I expected him to try and pump the brakes on on that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, in hindsight, you know, I see some of the things, you know, that marriage helper advises about with counselors and, and, you know, it was each of us was a client and not the marriage itself. Mm-hmm. So to, to his credit, he did try and pump the brakes and said, look, if we don't know exactly what to do, let's not do anything just yet. Good. 
um, let's, let's try and we have time to figure this out, mm-hmm. uh, figure out if, if divorce is what you want, you know, we can talk together and figure out how to make that happen. Hmm. So, so in other words, I'll help you figure out how to divorce. Is that what I just heard? It, yeah. yeah. In a roundabout way. Yeah. Good marriage counselors, good marriage counselors are worth their weight in gold. We, we love them. We cherish them. We lift them up like you guys and gals are awesome. Forgive me for saying guys and gals. I'm 149 years old. I'm from a different culture. <laughs> you folks, you folks are awesome. And yet so often it's more like what you just described. And okay. So what happened then? So at, at that point, you know, she was kind of doing her own thing. Uh, and I was grasping at straws. I mean, here I am control freak. I, you know, I'd spent the last year breaking free of, of this porn addiction that I had. And I felt that I'd been clean, if you will, for, for six months, but my mind was still, was still there. And there was more that I I knew I needed to learn. Um, I knew there were things about me that I needed to change. Because if I went into another marriage, I, I would be right back where I was, and, and I didn't want to repeat it. Uh, so, you know, reaching out to people, the the men's ministry leader at our church, you know, essentially said, you need to kick her to the curb if she's not following, you know, what the Bible tells us to do. And and I just, I knew that that was not what I wanted to do, and, and I didn't feel that it was right. Um, and so it was probably November of 2016. We're, we're at Knott's Berry Farm with the family. Mind you, we're still living together, mm-hmm. trying to figure this out. Mm-hmm. Uh, told the kids that we were having problems. Weren't sure what we were going to do about and, it. And how old were they at that point, the kids? What year? 16. Um, so 16, 17, 19, 20. So, we have to think about it. We're yeah. Two. So our daughter was 11. <laughs> 12, 13, 14. Our oldest son was 14. Our middle son was about 14 or 15, 16, 17. And our other one was 17, 18. 16, yeah, 17, Something 18. like that. All right. So from 11 to 17 over that span. So uh, if I may ask, and I don't mean to take us off topic, how did they react to that information? I think they were surprised. Yeah. They thought that we hit it well. Um, and there there wasn't much. We We spent a lot of time praying you know, with the kids. Uh, and I had to have a, I did have a conversation with my middle son where I had to explain to him, you know, that what's happening with mom and dad, you, you need to understand this is not your fault, that you have no yeah. bearing in this. And, and his response is, well, dad, sometimes it feels like it is. It's amazing. It's amazing how many kids, uh, I, I meet people who are adults, 50, 60 years old, even who say somehow I still feel like somehow I, I was a part of my parents divorce. I don't know what I did, but I felt like I did something. So yeah. The children love you so much and, and yeah. they want you to be together. So it's not uncommon for them to feel that. Wow. So you were at Knox Berry Farm? Knott's Berry? We're not, yeah, we're at Knott's Berry Farm with the family and um, I, I'm grasping at straws. My head isn't there. You know, the kids are there having fun and, and you know, I'm on my phone Googling wayward spouse. And I'm, I'm literally grasping at straws and marriage helper across the search field. And I started reading some of the material from marriage helper. And I was like, holy cow, this is how I feel. This is, I'm not ready to, to call it a day yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I really believe that Vanessa is a good person. Um, I know that I feel like I'm a good person and I did some really bad things. 
um, you know, friends and family, the men's ministry leader at church, you know, that had told me Vanessa is doing a bad thing right now. You know, this is, this is unexcusable. It's unforgivable. She needs to be kicked to the curb. And, and I'm like, but you don't understand the 22 years that I subjected her to were with porn and control. And she put up with it for 22 years. Why can't I put up with it for 22 months, 22 days, 22 weeks? That's actually very mature, very deep, my friend. You know, we are, as you know, because you're familiar with our material, we often tell people be very, very careful about listening to your family Mm -hmm. and your friends, not because they're bad people. They just love you so much that when they feel you're being hurt, they get mad at the person they feel hurt you and can give some very bad advice, no matter how wonderful they are as people. But I admire that, Ryan. Good for you thinking that way. So what happened then? Did I get to ride any rides at Knott's Berry Farm? Because you know, you <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't remember much about that uh, day, but I do remember that. Okay. Um, and so I spent some time, um, you know, on on the phone with uh, my my client rep, and um, learned about the Save My Marriage course, you know, and 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 I started consuming that material. I became a member of the the free group, mm-hmm. and. Facebook, um, uh, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah, sorry. Facebook group. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was, that was amazing. Um, Tina, <laughs> Tina, Tody Coleman, uh, is, is my control sister. And, um, she would, you know, I connected with her pretty quickly and, you know, she's a, a fellow control freak and she, she didn't hesitate to, to call me out immediately. She's from the East coast. So, I mean, yeah. culture, you know, Hey, I'm going to call it like I see it. Uh, Tina, one of our admins in our Facebook yes. groups, and she is an awesome human being. And yeah, I mean, she would confront me. It makes no difference who it is. <laughs> let's let's talk about what's right here. And she's just she's yes. tremendous. So I'm glad. I'm glad you got connected to that. And and just for those who will understand what a client rep is, we have uh, client relations people. We call them client representatives. Like if you if you you can actually schedule on our website appointments with them. They're not counselors. They're not therapists. They they just listen to you and, and help guide you to whatever resources we have that can help. Okay, so you're talking to your client rep. You've got hooked up on, on Facebook with Tina, who's straightening you out. Yeah. <laughs> so what happened then, my friend? Um, so, you know, I found Marriage Helper, you know, it was probably December timeframe talking with my, my client rep, Amber, who was great, by the way, shout out to Amber. Um, and, you know, found out the cost of the Save My Marriage course. And, and you know, we're, she's, she's done with the marriage at this point. Mm-hmm. You know, you go do what you want. I'm Okay. I'm not. So I'm thinking I need to run that price by her Mm -hmm. uh, and get her to buy in on it. And she, her response was not the warmest response. (laughs) (laughs) See, You you do what you need to do, but know that I'm out. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I I bought that course is priced at about the price of two counseling sessions, by the way. So it's not like, you know, thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars. But I understand. I get it. Vanessa is like, hey, why will we spend money? I'm done. I'm out of here. I get it. Okay. All right. We did. I I started the course uh, December of 2016. Um, Found out about the workshop. I asked Vanessa about the workshop and it was uh, no, not no, but (laughs) (laughs) no. But no, I'm down. So I let it go. So I started in on the the materials. The first video that I watched was Kimberly's video. Um, Here's the first thing to do when saving your marriage. Makes sense, right? 
Yeah, right. for people who don't know, Kimberly is our CEO and also my youngest daughter mm-hmm. uh, who works with us. And uh, the only relative I have on the whole team of about 50 of us at this point and growing rapidly. But she's our CEO. So you saw Kimberly yes. about starts with pies. Is that what you just said? Yes. OK, great. With pies. So I started working on pies at the time. Now, for those listening, let's just make sure they understand. Pies does have nothing to do with apple, banana. (laughs) Very true. I would say it if it was. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) Just kidding. Just kidding. (laughs) It's actually a system we teach. It's an acronym that you can find on our website and other places. We won't take time to describe it now. So you start working on your pies. I started working on pies, you know, figuring out how can I attract Vanessa back. Um, I, I realized that I, you know, I was controlling. So you know, anything that I could find on the Marriage Helper website in regards to control, I started consuming and, and reviewing uh, anything on porn abuse and, and sex addiction on the Marriage Helper website. I went through. Uh, there were also other resources that, you know, I found as well mm-hmm. um, through, you know, the first half of 2017. I spent a lot of time going through the course, um, grieving, you know, accepting everything that I would hear from Vanessa uh, growing and, and changing. And, and I was hell bent that I would not be the man that I was before. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I was going to come hell or high water. I was going to be a different person. And if, if my wife wanted something to do with that person, she had first choice. And if she didn't, well, that was a decision that I would accept. And, you know, not to sound crass, but that would be her loss. And specifically, what are some of the things that the Save My Marriage course did for you? Uh, Walking through control, uh, learning about um, the pies. I don't think that we called it smart contact back then. Um, I don't remember that when that acronym came into play. But but the concept was still there of smart contact, learning, you know, less is more. Um, Mm. It it took me probably about eight months to go through a 10 week course. Okay. But you did it thoroughly then, right? Very thoroughly, very, very thoroughly. You know, a lot of time, you know, you know, back then we, we did, you know, we did this letter and, and I, I really had to figure out what, what did I need to own in the, in the marriage and the relationship that was mine to own and what wasn't mine. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, because you know, Vanessa had her own things that I knew that she needed to work through that yep. right. you know, weren't, weren't mine. So ultimately, what did the course do for you then, my friend? The course really prepared me for how to be okay, no matter the outcome. Good. And I reached a point of of self-confidence, you know, towards the end end of that process where if my marriage survived, I knew I'd be okay. If my marriage didn't survive, I knew I'd be okay. Good. Good. You know, and so many times in the groups, I see people praying, you know, I want to know if God wants me to divorce or not. Is that God's will for me or not? And that was that was one of my prayers, too. And, you know, my the answer that I received every time was, you know, it's not God's decision to make. He gives us that free will. And the answer I got was, I will be with you if you are married. I will be with you if you are divorced. And that was that was tough to accept. Like, God, tell me what to do. <laughs> I'm a control guy. I need to know what to do. Gotcha. So Vanessa, did you see any changes in him during those eight months, eight months that he was going through that? Yeah, I watched him very closely. 
um, because we had, you know, from 22, three years, there was many times where he changed and then went back and, mm-hmm. you know, and so that's what I figured was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, so I watched him very closely and um, saw that he was really making some decent changes and, you know, and, and uh, thought they would stay and they have. <laughs> so yeah. we started, you know, kind of going different places to just talk and be friends. That was yeah. our thing is, you know, just be friends and kind of see what happens. But mm-hmm. I watched him. Yeah. Extremely closely. I don't think, I don't think he realized, you know, cause I told him, I said, Oh, I watched you. I, you know, everything of course and then if he made a mistake then it was just like see there it is you know and it freaked me out and then right. I you know I'd, I'd go back and so, but we would talk about it so the, the difference was yeah. and you know one of the outcomes of the course um was that I I remember a specific time where I blew it um you know she was out with a friend and they were they were doing their thing and I don't know why that night I just lost it and I was constantly texting. I was calling, and I I just completely lost it. Yeah. And she came home that night and was, um, you know, kind of beside herself. And it was the next it was the next day that I went to her, and you know, I, I'd had a lot of time. You know, when you're in a marriage crisis and you're separated, you have a lot of time to think. Um, so I had a lot of time to think about it, and going back through the course and going back through the materials, you know, realizing that, that I stepped across the line that I shouldn't have. I wasn't using smart contact. I, I was approaching it emotionally. And I, I went to her and I, I had to apologize. And I just said, you know, I'm, I'm sorry. This is not the man that I want to be and you deserve better. And, and I let it go. And I think I turned around and walked out of the room as soon as I was done apologizing. I just, it was, I, I came here to apologize to you. I don't need to say anything more because I was so scared I was going to be defensive. Um, four horsemen. That's another takeaway mm-hmm. of, of the course. But I, I walked out of the room terrified that I was going to get defensive and try and explain myself and just let it go. Yeah. Um, and I found out later, you know, that, that she had been watching and she noticed and that, that I think that made an impact. Made a big impact. Awesome. That's fantastic. Yeah. All right, so let me ask each of you. I'm going to ask you each individually here. So, Ryan, if, if people out there are saying, I'm not sure that my spouse wants to be involved in Saving My Marriage or not, would you recommend the Save My Marriage online course? And, and if so, why? If you can kind of summarize what you've been saying so far. Yes, and, and I do it every day, <laughs> literally every day. You tell people uh, about it every day, huh? Yes, I, I'm in the, the big group, and yeah, every day. So why the, as a, as a controlling person, and I don't like control freak because it sounds so negative, but it's also kind of funny and cool. Uh, But as a control freak, it gives me a course, a plan of action. And um, it's a 10 week course. So, you know, you're separated. You have a lot of time to think, well, now here's something that you can put those thoughts into. So instead of being scatterbrained and trying to find, you know, thousands upon thousands of resources online, mm-hmm. here's a course that's tested, it's proven, um, and if anything works, this will. And when you get through it, you have this piece of knowing that, you know what, I'm okay. I, I don't, 
have to have my marriage survive to know that I'm going to be okay. And if my marriage survives, it's gravy on something that's fantastic already. And so that's, that's what I would tell anybody in that situation. We're still together. We're still together. Going on 27 years. So I'll say I met with a divorce attorney. I met with two divorce attorneys throughout this. Just again, control freak. I wanted to know. I wanted the education. I understand. Um, you know, and and one of them cracked a joke saying it literally is cheaper to keep her. Um, and you know, look looking at the uh, at the numbers, it's you know what, it, it's it's a gamble, but everything in life is a risk, and it's a very inexpensive risk compared to what you stand to lose if if you end up divorced. Yeah. Yeah, of course, you know, because we have to continue to, uh, to be able to help people, we have to charge for some of the things we do. And you know, if, if I were a billionaire, would, I guess we would charge a whole lot less because then we wouldn't have to worry about how do we bank our payroll, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm very proud of the fact that we give a lot more value than we charge. I don't yes. worry, whatever you pay us, we're going to give you much, 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 much money back. And so I'm not ashamed of that, not hesitant one bit. Now, uh, Vanessa, if I may ask you, as the as the reluctant spouse, in what our terminology is, was it worth it that he took the, the, the time to go through that and spent the money to do it? Was it worth it to you that he did the Save My Marriage course? Absolutely. Definitely worth every penny. It's, it saved our marriage in more ways than ever. And when, when we were working on, you know, just our relationship and stuff and decided to reconcile, I said, I will not go back into the marriage that we were in. And that course really helped um, us learn what marriage is supposed to be and okay. communication, how communicating to each other um, is supposed to be handled in um, just a whole new, it was just a whole new marriage um, way. It should have been, you know, when I thought it was a fairy tale, still not a fairy tale, but <laughs> so much, I, I have a best friend, you know, he's my best friend and he's my husband. I get to live the rest of my life with him, you know, and that's, that's, that's priceless. You can't put a price on that. No, you can't. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, we're almost out of time, but let me ask very quickly. So you guys finally came to the workshop, mm-hmm. our three-day intensive. And I guess back then we were still doing them in, in person. Is that yeah, right? Yes. We now do them, uh, some in person, but because of the pandemic, as we record this, the p- pandemic's going, we do most of them now online. So very quickly, because we're almost out of time, what did the workshop add? What did it do for you? Well, if I may redirect for just a second. Sure, absolutely. <laughs> uh, so I, I see in, in the groups a lot people saying, you know, I asked my spouse and they said no to the workshop. Um, I asked Vanessa four times over the course of a year to go to the workshop. Every time that I asked, it was, there's this workshop. What what do you think about it? It was very short, concise and crisp. And then when she said no, I walked away and I left it be. And finally, um, after a year, she finally approached me and said, if you think that workshop will help, we should give it a try. <laughs> Awesome. So don't be discouraged because your spouse said no. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, with regards to the workshop specifically, um, for me, seeing the different uh, personality styles was that, really yeah. was really hope was really helpful. Um, explained it, a lot. Yeah, it explained a lot, um, and seeing 
going through, I think the first exercise that we did was the, the have to, ought to, want to. And it's done on Friday morning or the first morning of the workshop. Yes. Yeah. And, and that was for me, I mean, I, it wasn't much of a surprise, but for me, it was, it was, what was my answer? I forget. It was a, uh, I want to, I was like, I saw it. I'm like, this is, this is rigged. (laughs) But you know, and I I looked at it and, and I was like, well, I'm really surprised that, you know, the answer ended up being, I want to save the rare. I want to be in a relationship still. And um, yeah. Yeah. That's the thing we do uh, late in the first morning of the workshop. Mm -hmm. And it's on a commitment model that was developed years ago by Dr. Mike Johnson. And and it's quite insightful for people to find Mm -hmm. out what's inside their own head. That's why, by the way, we had you uh, complete that before the workshop started. Mm -hmm. So you can feel that we did rig it. (laughs) 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 You before we said anything about it whatsoever. You would advise the workshop to to, uh, couples as well? Absolutely. We've already told our children when they get married, well, our oldest son got married and we want to send them just as um, newlyweds because it really does help you, you know, understand each other better, helps you um, understand how to communicate. And it's just what you come out of that workshop with is um, it's, it's, it's wonderful. That's important for even, you know, before you hit crisis. Yeah. 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 We we do have uh, newly married couples and sometimes engaged couples come through. I think that is a tremendous education for them. Yes. Uh, Okay. So there are people out there. We're about to wrap up. You can say whatever you want to, to those folks. What would you say? Um, Your marriage is worth it. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. It's worth it. It it may, it may seem expensive uh, for you know, for some of the materials. And if, if so, that's okay. There's a ton of free material out there on, on the Marriage Helper website, on the YouTube channel. Um, you know, if, if DIY is what you're looking for, you can absolutely do it. If you're looking for, if you're like me and you need that structure, the, the Save My Marriage course, I can't, I can't recommend it enough. Um, and if your spouse is willing, the workshop um, was just fabulous. Um, you know, like Vanessa said, we're sending our, our oldest is married. We'll, we'll be sending him shortly. Our middle son just got married and, and we're looking at sending him as well. Cool. Um, yeah, it's worth it. Good. And Vanessa, what would you say? Same as what he says. <laughs> <laughs> it's worth it. You're, it's yeah. It, the, your marriage is definitely worth it. Um, it. It's, it's not easy. And as the one who was reluctant, um, I, it took me a long time just watching him and, and seeing the changes that he was learning through, you know, the marriage helper course and um, seeing that like, Hmm, this is something that I want to look into and see for myself. And so um, it's definitely worth it. Definitely worth it. Good. You see, there are two things we do that I I think makes us extremely effective. Well, there's actually more, but these are two of the basics. Number one is we take deep psychological and sociological principles and make them simple, make them simple enough to understand. Uh, And it's fascinating when you simplify them, you actually can understand them better and even get the nuances better. And so we simplify. The second is patterns, patterns and systems. Like if this is a system to do this, this is the pattern to do that. 
Would you guys agree with that? Yeah, that's what we do. Okay. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And that's one of the things I love was the social science aspect of it. Yeah. And that it, it's not a it's not a conservative Christian thing. It's not a Mormon thing or, or any other thing. It's it's social science. And and I love that that's what attracted me to marriage helper. Well, there was a lot um, in, uh, I take a lot of sociology courses in my like, degree and just I did a marriage and family one just for the heck of it. And so many of it is, you know, is laid out in there in more of the words and the, you know, uh, <laughs> not so simple, but it's just amazing. The four horsemen are in there and this, you know, so it's, it's, it's very important information. Yeah, excellent. Well, thank you guys for being part of Relationship Radio. Thank you for the sharing your message with other people. I'm sure it'll do a lot of good. And as always, let us know if there's anything we can do for you. And for all you folks out there, this is Relationship Radio. I'm Dr. Joe Beam. Uh, keep listening. Listen to our future broadcast, podcast, everything that we do. We genuinely want to help. Thank you very much. Thank you for joining us for this week's episode of Relationship Radio. Please refer to the notes in the description to learn more about any resources mentioned in this episode. Please visit our website at marriagehelper.com for more information about our online courses, marriage workshops, and coaching. If you have a question you want to ask Dr. Beam and Kimberly Holmes, follow the link to see which topic is currently up for discussion. Remember to like, subscribe, and leave a comment. We exist to help save marriages and strengthen families. We look forward to interacting with you on the next episode of Relationship Radio.